First Kings chapter 17 Now Elijah the Tishbite, who was among the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, As surely as the Lord lives, the God of Israel, before whom I stand, there will be neither dew nor rain in these years except at my word. Then a revelation from the Lord came to Elijah, Leave here, turn eastward, and hide yourself by the brook of Sherith, east of the Jordan, and you are to drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So Elijah did what the Lord had told him, and he went and lived by the brook of Sherith, east of the Jordan. The ravens would bring him bread and meat in the morning and evening, and he would drink from the brook. Sometime later, however, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Get up and go to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So Elijah got up and went to Zarephath. When he arrived at the city gate, there was a widow gathering sticks. Elijah called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup so that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread. But she replied, As surely as the Lord your God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. Look, I am gathering a couple of sticks to take home and prepare a meal for myself and my son so that we may eat it and die. Do not be afraid, Elijah said to her. Go and do as you have said, but first make me a small cake of bread from what you have and bring it out to me. Afterward, make some for yourself and your son, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be exhausted, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain upon the face of the earth. So she went and did according to the word of Elijah, and there was food every day for Elijah and the woman and her household. The jar of flour was not exhausted, and the jug of oil did not run dry, according to the word that the Lord had spoken through Elijah. Later the son of the woman, who owned the house, became ill and his sickness grew worse and worse until no breath remained in him. Oh, man of God, said the woman to Elijah, what have you done to me? Have you come to remind me of my iniquity and cause the death of my son? But Elijah said to her, Give me your son. So he took him from her arms, carried him to the upper room where he was staying, and laid him on his own bed. Then he cried out to the Lord, O oh Lord my God, have you also brought tragedy on this widow who has opened her home to me by causing her son to die? Then he stretched himself out over the child three times and cried out to the Lord, O oh Lord my God, please let this boy's life return to him. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah, and the child's life returned to him, and he lived. Then Elijah took the child, brought him down from the upper room into the house, and gave him to his mother. Look, your son is alive, Elijah declared. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God, and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is truth. Chapter 18 After a long time, in the third year of the drought, the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Go and present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain upon the face of the earth. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. The famine was severe in Samaria, and Ahab summoned Obadiah, who was in charge of the palace. Now Obadiah greatly feared the Lord, for when Jezebel had slaughtered the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah had taken a hundred prophets and hidden them, fifty men per cave, 
providing them with food and water. Then Ahab said to Obadiah, Go throughout the land to every spring and every valley. Perhaps we will find grass to keep the horses and mules alive, so that we will not have to destroy any livestock. So they divided the land to explore. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went the other way by himself. Now as Obadiah went on his way, Elijah suddenly met him. When Obadiah recognized him, he fell face down and said, Is it you, my lord Elijah? It is I, he answered. Go tell your master, Elijah is here. But Obadiah replied, How have I sinned, that you are handing your servant over to Ahab to put me to death? As surely as the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my Lord has not sent someone to search for you. When they said, He is not here, he made that kingdom or nation swear that they had not found you. And now you say, Go tell your master that Elijah is here. I do not know where the Spirit of the Lord may carry you off when I leave you. Then when I go and tell Ahab, and he does not find you, he will kill me. But I, your servant, have feared the Lord from my youth. Was it not reported to my Lord what I did when Jezebel slaughtered the prophets of the Lord? I hid a hundred prophets of the Lord, fifty men per cave, and I provided them with food and water. And now you say, Go tell your Lord that Elijah is here. He will kill me. Then Elijah said, as surely as the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, I will present myself to Ahab today. So Obadiah went to inform Ahab, who went to meet Elijah. When Ahab saw Elijah, he said to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? I have not troubled Israel, Elijah replied, but you and your father's house have, for you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and have followed the Baals. Now summon all Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel, along with the four hundred and fifty prophets of Baal and the four hundred prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab summoned all the Israelites and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Then Elijah approached all the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people did not answer a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I am the only remaining prophet of the Lord, but Baal has four hundred and fifty prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let the prophets of Baal choose one bull for themselves. Cut it into pieces and place it on the wood, but not light the fire. And I will prepare the other bull and place it on the wood, but not light the fire. Then you may call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire, he is God. And all the people answered, What you say is good. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Since you are so numerous, choose for yourselves one bull and prepare it first. Then call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. And they took the bull that was given them, prepared it, and called on the name of Baal from morning until noon, shouting, Oh, Baal, answer us! But there was no sound, and no one answered as they leapt around the altar they had made. At noon Elijah began to taunt them, saying, Shout louder, for he is a god. Perhaps he's deep in thought, or occupied, or on a journey. Perhaps he's sleeping and must be awakened. So they shouted louder and cut themselves with knives and lances, as was their custom, until the blood gushed over them. Midday passed, and they kept on raving until the time of the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come near to me. So all the people approached him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been torn down. 
And Elijah took twelve stones, one for each tribe of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come and said, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones Elijah built an altar in the name of the Lord. Then he dug a trench around the altar, large enough to hold two seahs of seed. Next he arranged the wood, cut up the bowl, placed it on the wood, and said, Fill four water pots, and pour the water on the offering, and on the wood. Do it a second time, he said, and they did it a second time. Do it a third time, he said, and they did it a third time. So the water ran down around the altar, and even filled the trench. At the time of the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet approached the altar and said, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant, and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, so that this people will know that you, the Lord, are God, and that you have turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the dust, and it licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell face down and said, The Lord, he is God! The Lord, he is God! Then Elijah ordered them, Seize the prophets of Baal! Do not let a single one escape! So they seized them, and Elijah brought them down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered them there. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. But Elijah climbed to the summit of Carmel, bent down on the ground, and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he said to his servant. So the servant went and looked, and he said, There is nothing there. Seven times Elijah said, Go back. On the seventh time the servant reported, There is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising from the sea. And Elijah replied, Go and tell Ahab, Prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew dark with clouds and wind, and a heavy rain began to fall. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, and he tucked his cloak into his belt and ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. Chapter 19 Now Ahab told Jezebel everything that Elijah had done, and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, May the gods deal with me, and ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like the lives of those you killed. And Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there, while he himself traveled on a day's journey into the wilderness. He sat down under a broom tree and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. Suddenly an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. And he looked around, and there by his head was a cake of bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. A second time the angel of the Lord returned and touched him, saying, Get up and eat, or the journey will be too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, and strengthened by that food, he walked forty days and forty nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There Elijah entered a cave and spent the night, and the word of the Lord came to him, saying, What are you doing here, Elijah? 
I've been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, he replied. But the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I'm the only one left, and they're seeking my life as well. Then the Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. Behold, the Lord is about to pass by. And a great and mighty wind tore into the mountains and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a still, small voice. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? I've been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, he replied. But the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I am the only one left, and they are seeking my life as well. Then the Lord said to him, Go back by the way you came, and go to the desert of Damascus. When you arrive, you are to anoint Haziel as king over Aram. You are also to anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, as king over Israel, and Elisha, son of Shaphat, from Abel Meholah, to succeed you as prophet. Then Jehu will put to death whoever escapes the sword of Haziel, and Elisha will put to death whoever escapes the sword of Jehu. Nevertheless, I have reserved seven thousand in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal, and whose mouths have not kissed him. So Elijah departed and found Elisha son of Shaphat. He was plowing with twelve teams of oxen, and he was with the twelfth team. Elijah passed by him and threw his cloak around him. So Elisha left the oxen, ran after Elijah, and said, Please, let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, and then I will follow you. Go on back, Elijah replied, for what have I done to you? So Elisha turned back from him, took his pair of oxen, and slaughtered them. With the oxen's equipment, he cooked the meat and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he set out to follow and serve Elijah.